my next guest, she is a professional mixed martial artist with a record of two wins with one loss. She's currently on season 30 of The Ultimate Fighter, which you can catch on Tuesdays on ESPN+. Plus. Please welcome onto the show, Juliana Killer Miller. I like that. Did hey. I say that right? Killer. I can't Kill. wait for you guys to see the beast I unleashed in there, you know. It's yeah. going to be a fun. <laughs> I'm very pumped to, to, to see that. But first, you know, how are you today? I know it's kind of a, what is it? It's, a, it's nighttime right now when we're recording this thing. You just finished training. You were removed from, from filming this show. I know you can't talk about it. I know you're getting back to humanity, right, as they say. How are you doing, Juliana? I am doing so good. I think um, everyone will say first getting out of the tough house, you go through, like, what I would say is, like, the tough blues. It's just a reintroduction into society, like, when we came out of the tough house, um, we were at war with Russia. Gas went up like $5 a gallon. Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> there was like all this COVID stuff happening. So it's kind of shocking to walk back into the normal world. It hits you in the face like, oh, my God. I remember when we all got our cell phones back, we looked at them and are like, it hurt our eyes. <laughs> the screens are fuzzy. We hadn't seen yeah. a screen. In so long you know no cell phones no music so um i made it past the tough blues but that's definitely something you know when you're reintroducing yourself to the world things are pretty shocking um now i'm feeling great uh i'm just staying ready obviously we can't give away no, any sure. secrets so um it's pretty cool I, I still keep in touch with a lot of my friends from tough and literally everyone on the card we're all staying ready like give us a call so it, it it's cool I feel great I am so uh I'm just like filled with gratitude every week watching these shows coming out and um I'm almost like so excited with anticipation of my fight oh I'm just like you know I'm excited no nervous too you know it's like oh wow y'all are about to see me throw down no no for sure i mean how crazy right is it to grab your phone i mean did it just like just blow up with notifications for you normally i feel like it would i was actually <laughs> surprised at the lack of messages i had okay. i was like uh does anyone love me you know and then i i realized like an hour later my phone was on airplane mode and oh, they all okay. started showing up so i was like what Oh, okay. I was like, well, they know you're handling business. Yeah, I, I had a great time. Uh, that's awesome. So got a couple questions from Tough, but we'll save that for, for the for the very end here. First of all, I just want to get to know Juliana Miller, right? Who are you? I mean, you're an MMA fighter here. We have it here. Your two wins all both came by submission. I mean, what started you in this journey of MMA? Wow. Okay. So um, one night, this is really funny story um Sorry. i'll try to make it short and sweet uh one night i was in an all-age nightclub or like um i was in a nightclub uh okay. and they kicked everyone out of the nightclub and they rolled out some mats and everyone was like kind of drunk just all fucked up and everyone was <laughs> rolling around on these mats and i was like what are they doing what is this and they're like oh it's jujitsu you know and they're like want to try a move and me being a wild spirit, I was like, F yes, let's go. The first move that I learned that night was a flying triangle. Okay. Um, a flying triangle. A flying triangle. A fly, yeah. Not even a triangle, a flying triangle. A flying triangle. is like a bigger dude. And they're like, yes, you know, like you just put your hand here, you jump up, grab your leg, flying triangle. And I tried it maybe two or three times, got it on the fourth attempt. 
and was like, what is this? This is so cool. Really amazing. And I was instantly hooked. I, um, I joined classes for jujitsu the next day. And, um, Later on in life, I ran into an altercation with somebody that had been drinking. Um, it was actually a guy I was dating at the time, and um, I got like assaulted that night. And um, everyone kept telling me, "You need to buy a gun. You need to buy a gun." And I was like, "No, I need to be better at self-defense. Like, I'm not God. If someone's drinking, that doesn't mean they deserve to be shot." Like. We've all had, well, not, not everyone, but most people yeah. have had it where they weren't fully themselves. Maybe they were angry and threw something. Um, but I don't believe that I should be the punisher for people going through that. I think I need to defend myself and separate away from it. Yeah. Um, so um, I got choked out one night and I was like, no one was ever going to touch me like this again. F that. And um, yeah, so I was like, I, I want to learn how to fight for real. I want to learn what to do if somebody grabs me and I want to make damn sure no one will ever touch me again. So I started getting really into jujitsu and I asked my coach once I got good at competing, I was like, oh, Manny, Manolo, can I pretty please uh, have a women's self-defense seminar? And he's like, no way, hon, the only fight you were ever in, you got fucked up. And I was like, true, what do you want from me? He said, you need to go win three amateur MMA fights and then I'll let you host your women's self-defense seminar. So I was like, all right, let's go. I went out and won my first three fights in under a minute, breaking the girl's arms, just completely. You, are, you broke somebody's arm. Yes. I've, good Lord. I've literally just like, if you don't tap, I'll break it. And that's what yeah. I did. I broke it. And um, I realized I was like, man, um, I'm oh, good. good Lord. <laughs> it so I was kind of hooked from there and I did in fact get my women's self-defense courses and I just kept the ball rolling here I am now so your first move was a flying triangle yeah in a nightclub uh, that's Super. insane the first thing I learned in jiu-jitsu was how to shrimp right so yeah let's just say you're 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 uh, ahead of the game Let, let's just say you're ahead of the game there that's crazy man and you know by the way where, wherever that was man good lord man you know I hope, I hope, I wish, I hope they're doing better, you know? So I hope you're, uh, no one's ever in that position uh, uh, again like that. Uh, I think now you, you'd probably kick some ass. You'd probably kick that person's ass pretty, pretty easily. I think I would, I wouldn't bet against you. So you went through your amateur, then you made your professional debut, right? How uh, was that as far as feeling? Did it feel different for you? I mean, or is it just all business for you? Um, my pro debut was really interesting i was set to fight this girl stephanie uh glitchhammer she's actually like uh she's a black belt super successful and we were supposed to fight at a place that i call chicken coop we call it cali but it's one of those indian reservation places where you know um they try to get good girls but you know i was scheduled to fight a really high level black belt and she backed out last minute well this being chicken coop um of course they found a replacement and mm -hmm placement was a girl who had had maybe three pro fight three to five pro fights but like she didn't train consistently um so they paid her to fight me and um I was so grateful to just be getting in the cage and getting experience however I felt like robbed a little bit I was mm -hmm. like I was supposed to fight this black belt super tough girl who is bigger than me stronger than me and um you know she didn't make it and you know i i found the replacement i i did really good i dropped her and i 
took her back and I choked her out, but it didn't feel like the real thing yet because I knew that this opponent didn't have the same level of training as me. She didn't have a full camp like me. And um, that took away from like the confidence building in my head. But uh, yeah, so that was my pro debut. I'm really grateful though. However, I had all my friends and family there. So I felt the crowd and my friends from high school showed up with posters that had my name on it. And um, that was the day that I really realized that when I do this, it's for more than just myself. It's for my town, my family and all the people I'm influencing. So it felt real, but it also didn't um, at the same time. That's why I loved getting my first, you know, big fight in Invicta. I ended up with a submission in the first round. And to me, I was like, all right, this girl had an eight-week camp training to not get armbarred by me. And I armbarred her. So it ended up, that was a real confidence builder. Yeah. And uh, you also, I mean, speak, talking about tough, right. And, and the, you know, talent you're around, you know, you're around Juliana Pena or around Amanda Nunez, but that fight, uh, that fight card was Kayla Harrison, correct? Kay- Kayla Harrison was the main event of that fight card you're at on, correct? Yeah. And it was the most bloody fight I've ever seen. I was literally like, normally I'm pretty tough about these things, but I was peeking through my eyes. Like, please, please stop the fight ref. Like I have never seen blood just like, yeah. like it looked like a heartbeat of blood. Just like it was. Yeah. Did you, did you uh, get to exchange some words with her by any chance? Um, not really much with Kayla because as soon as those fights were over, I had someone pick me up and we went to go get barbecue because oh, we're yeah. in Kansas City. So I was like, I'm out of here. I need to go get some food. Um, Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I, I maybe said hello and passerby, but um, I don't think that she would recollect meeting me. No, but you're around. You've, you've, been, you've been around those, some of the greatest – now, I'm not even going to say female athletes. I'm just going to say greatest athletes that the sport of MMA has just seen, right? I mean, that must feel kind of cool, right? Yeah, in general, I mean, I came up with Alima Leigh McFarlane, who was the yeah. Bellator World Champion. She defended it like five times. Liz Carmouche, she just won the Bellator World yeah. title. Um, Liz fought Valentina Shevchenko, some of the best in the world, and I came up when they were fighting at this level. So, yeah, I, I really – um, I'm just so grateful to have been training with the best. And, um, now with ultimate fighter, I just, uh, I'm coming with a whole new arsenal of tools. So now, uh, so for, for you, was the goal always to train in MMA, be an MMA fighter? As I say, Juliana Miller's a mixed martial artist, a professional mixed martial artist. Was that always the dream for you? No, funny. <laughs> so I grew up on WWE with The Rock and Hulk Hogan. What do we do? We have it here. I think we got some. Look at that. Oh, I have go. a signed picture with Undertaker. Like there I got go. him Undertaker, and um, I was a pro wrestling fan. So originally, um, I wanted to get good at jujitsu for self defense, but then my plan was to go and try out to be a pro wrestler. I've always wanted to be a pro wrestler. I love pro wrestling. I have pro wrestled once now um, with some of my friends, but um, no, yeah, it, it was never the plan to do MMA. I just wanted to do my three, do a class and be done with it and fell in love. So, and honestly, I still want to be a pro wrestler. Like, <laughs> after my fighting career is done, I am for sure going to wrestle a bit. Yeah. yeah. So who is your favorite? The Undertaker? um yeah I loved Undertaker 
It was interesting, though, because when I met him, I found out he actually has, like, red hair, super soft voice. Like, mm-hmm. I thought he was this, like, mean guy. And he <laughs> should... I loved him once I realized, like, oh, my God, this is, like, a sweet giant that's just, like, badass. Uh, but I would say that I loved The Rock and I loved Team DX. I don't know if you yeah. remember. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, I believe of course, was... you know. Triple H, right? Yeah, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Dude, that was that's my ultimate favorite. Like, I loved watching them run around, play pranks on the boss, like Team DX, bitch. And like his like, oh, man, that, I I loved those two. Those nah, two. I'm, I'm going to tell you a secret here. I hope my sister doesn't listen to this thing. But I'm uh, so Royal Rumble is going to be here in San Antonio, I believe, in January. That's what the big rumor is. So, yeah, so so if it is here in San Antonio, I'm from San Antonio, Texas, I'm going to bring my little nephew because he just started going into liking it now. So I'm going to surprise. That's going to be his Christmas gift. So, I mean, he's not old enough to listen to this. So, but I'm going to surprise him with some Royal Rumble tickets. Oh, so. that's going to be the best. It's so fun and interactive for kids and also a good way to introduce them into like, hey, you know, maybe want to take a wrestling class or a jiu-jitsu yeah. class. And every child should know basic self-defense because sure. it's be prepared for something than to have to be taking them to therapy to deal with the trauma because they didn't know how to defend themselves and one of the things that really mess people up is when they're you know abused at a young age so if we can kind of help avoid that in any way we can inspire you know kids to learn self-defense whether it's through wrestling or you know martial arts i think that that's like such a cool thing and it's it's so much fun i think he'll have a blast no no i, I think so too and you know uh, you know i think uh kids learning self-defense is very important you know especially like now with how how things are going on so i uh, i was actually getting ready to do a anti-bullying seminar at school so I was getting all this information you know 60% of kids not to get real technical here with people but like 60% of kids you know or teachers 60% of teachers in schools witness bullying but they don't do anything about it that's the sad part you know that's that's uh you know so I do agree with you I think uh, kids should learn just basic self-defense at least and the thing is that sometimes these teachers are like what do I do for basic bullying it's like it these anti-bullying seminars are incredible however i feel that like if a bully sees a seminar about not being a bully he's gonna be like that loser but if a bully goes to push a kid down and they get arm dragged and they fall on their face in the mud they're probably not going to want to mess with that person anymore and it's hard but here's the thing most of those bullies numbers show that they have a hard life at home maybe their parents are by they're being abused they're being picked on and it's like this is their way of kind of letting it out is by abusing other people because it's kind of what they're experiencing so I think a healthy way to kind of end that is to be like you know this is my boundary if you cross it I'm going to defend myself and it teaches a very humbling lesson to the person that's messing with you like hey you can treat everyone this way and you know you're not you're not leaving black eyes or bruises you're not starting a brawl that's what I love about jujitsu is yeah. you know it's a healthy way to defend yourself but how are the teachers supposed to be like well punch him back kid like they're gonna get in trouble you know no that definitely I think also you know the whole obviously I mean self-defense is for you to just use it to like get away defend yourself you know also you don't want to create another bully you know the whole Batman thing you know you do something bad it, the, the number of bullies is still the same, you know? So I think self-defense is very important. 
Um, I think it's something that I think every kid should do as well. So 100% with you. I was very shocked, though, Julian. I thought I really took you for a John Cena fan, though. I'm, I was very surprised. Uh, no, I, I actually... <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> because he was like, he was never actually in the military. So that's what bothered me is like if he had been in the military, retired and then been a like military wrestling guy, I would have had more respect for his character. Yeah. But like he's never had anything involvement in the military. So I was like, man, F this guy. Like, yeah. I mean, did you watch Peacemaker, though? Yeah. No way. You did not like it. You did not like it. it yeah, no, like it's it's dope. Like, I, I don't know. I just it was more for like, I guess, the bad guys. Oh my goodness. I thought it was a good show. I think he played a good role. You know, to be fair, I like the show. I'm a little shy. I'm a little hurt right now. He did. No, he did an amazing job. He just wasn't my favorite wrestler, is what I'm saying. But I love his shows. And honestly, like all the movies he acts in, he's freaking awesome and super handsome. Like, come on. <laughs> you know? Like, I can't hate on that. He's, no, he's I mean, I'm a guy. I can say he's a, he's a, he's one handsome dude. Right, yeah, he's a very handsome and talented man. So absolutely no hate. I'm just saying, like, I had other favorites. I'll I'll, I'll put that. I'll put Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and The Undertaker there for you. Do you uh, catch WrestleMania? Not this year. No. Oh, were you in the house during WrestleMania? No, no, no. Like okay. I haven't seen it yet this year. I've been really focused on MMA fights, so uh, I haven't watched as much wrestling, but. I should. No, I mean, hey, you're you're out you're out there doing the thing. You're you're kicking butt right now. Um, you know, did you by any chance play any other sport? Did you have another like athletic background as you were growing up besides wrestling? Tons, yeah. I was in sports my whole life for eight years. I did soccer and softball, and I played on all-star teams in high school. I ran track and field. Um, I also played soccer, so I was always active, yeah. Did you uh want did did you have any desire to want to like go out there and play those other sports professionally besides wrestling? Oh my gosh, I never even wrestled in high school or anything. So no, yeah. I thought I was going to be in the Olympics for soccer or <laughs> swimming or something like that. Like I never in a million years could have pictured me being a fighter. Did you now first MMA fight? You know, did you go nuts for it? Is that was that something you'll always remember? What was the first fight? Your your first. MMA fight experience that wasn't your own? Uh, my first MMA experience that wasn't my own, I forget who the main event was, but I saw Ronda Rousey fight, mm -hmm. and I went in Vegas to visit my friends, and I actually went on a dating website, because my boyfriend and I had broken up, I was 19, and um, so I went on this website, and some guy was like, hey, I need a date for these fights, and um their UFC fights so I was like what that's pretty cool like okay I'd done just a little bit of jujitsu so I figured why not and um yeah we met up and went to the fights and I remember the first fight I saw live we were so far back we had to get the little binoculars okay. um and so we're like in the very end in the very back row I'm looking through the little binoculars and I see Rhonda just like hit a throw and get that arm bar and I was like what the hell I want to do this one day and I wonder if I can look back and find the picture of the year okay. that that I was there but I honestly like I don't remember any of the fights it was a new year's weekend um 
So I, I don't remember any of the other fights except for Ronda. And I left there like, I'm going to do this one day. It's so cool. Yeah, if it was Ronda, she was the main event. There's no way she was she was not the main event. So for sure. I mean, I mean I'm assuming that was definitely a memorable one there. I mean, everyone <laughs> yeah. would watch whenever she would come on. I mean, R- Ronda Rousey took MMA by storm. It was yeah. insane. Now, for you, you know, Again, obviously, we'll, we'll talk positive, right? You're getting your first fight, you know, you fought in Invicta, you won. Talk to me about some of the some of the downs that you've experienced though with MMA and what you did to just overcome these things. Because obviously life isn't perfect. Life isn't perfect. Absolutely. So one of the biggest downs is when I first started, I was in a fight camp. I was an amateur jumping okay. into a professional fight camp with Liz Carmouche, Ali Malay McFarlane, Pearl Gonzalez. Um, this girl Gina that was there like oh my gosh very high level girls that were fighting in Bellator and UFC and I got my ass beat so bad my first day at the gym I threw some crazy punch it hit this girl in the face she got a bloody nose my next round I went with this guy Leonard then he punched me in the face I had a bloody nose so I never ever seen myself bleed before first day and I fucking, I started bleeding. I'm grabbing my nose and coach Manolo's like, finish your round. What are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm bleeding. I've never, like, I was like, oh, just, okay. And, um, I ended up going with Liz the next round and, oh man, I, my first few months, I was either getting knocked out, knocked down, kicked so hard in the stomach that I thought I was going to die because I couldn't breathe. Like, I was like, man, I'm horrible at this. Why am I fighting? And I would leave every day crying. And there was this guy, Julio. um, And as I was leaving the gym, one of the stoner kids, we would, you know, go out there and, you know, smoke a joint (laughs) way home. And he would sit in the car with me and he'd be like, I know it's hard now, but you're going to get better. Don't quit. I just, I have faith in you. And um, so it was really a friend in the beginning that told me like, you suck before you get good. And um I really appreciate that. Another hard time was when I lost to Claire Guthrie. This was a huge, big ordeal for me because I really believed that I was going to be an undefeated champion like mm-hmm. Lima was. And I had so much built up in my head about being undefeated. It was everything to me. So as soon as I was defeated, I was like, am I even meant for this? I'm no good. Like yeah. that loss broke me it broke me way more than I should I didn't actually fight that bad but in my head I had this built-up thing and I questioned whether I should do this anymore I actually just about joined the military because I didn't see any um security in the sport you know if you're not in a position it's like I'm, I'm working four jobs a regular job and three side jobs just to hustle to survive in California to try to pay my rent because it's like, I can't work. Like I used to be a bartender, but I work till three or 4 a.m. Strength and conditioning starts at 8 a.m. If I miss strength and conditioning, I don't fight. So I had to give up all these things and I didn't see any security. And then I didn't know if I was good. And it was terrifying to me, the idea of putting my heart into soul into a sport and then walking away from it with a damaged body, broken mm-hmm. and not much to show for it besides a cool story. You know, I turned 26 this year and uh, the healthcare thing really worried me. And um, when tough came around, I was in an emotional intelligence course to try to decide my life. So I think what helped me the most is 
joining an emotional intelligence course, really learning Mm -hmm. how strengthen the most important muscle in your body, which is your head, our mind. We only access about 10% of it. Imagine if we were using full functionality, how intelligent we would be. So my biggest thing is, you know, like I said, um, working on your mind, but also just never quitting. Like if I had really quit and taken the easy way out, I would have never had the opportunity to actually make it. So now in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm going for this. No quit, no questions asked. And um, I'm going to shoot my shot for the next five to 10 years. The MMA world, y'all won't be able to get rid of me. Now, you mentioned that that loss to Claire. Look, you're only human. And so I understand that. I mean, when you go through the downs in, in, in anything, in anything, not just an MMA, but like, you I mean, if you're trying to aspire for a specific job or you really want to accomplish something, you get rejection. I mean, rejection sucks. I mean, falling short sucks. You know, it, it really does. And you're human. Um, you rarely get the opportunity to be able to go out there and like, you know, avenge certain things or be able to feel better about other things. I mean, because sometimes when you lose, you lose. I mean, lose a job or a job interview that you really wanted it's hard it's kind of hard to make up these things i'm sure though you got the announcement tough right you saw the name man did did it feel awkward for you though did it feel awkward that you were going to be in the house with somebody you fought oh for sure so we ended up being on the same bus for for medical lord (laughs) i told her she was like oh hey i was like oh hey and um you're only human I've been, uh, you know, I've been meaning to say something to you, blah, blah, blah. And we squashed all our beef before we ended up in the tough house. Um, But yeah, my first thought was like, I want to avenge my loss. And then I looked at her and I was like, she is huge in in, in the most, in the nicest way. She's freakishly strong. She's got tons of muscles. She's incredibly flexible and she's improved a ton since we fought. So literally I was the most scared of Claire out of everyone in that house. Like the yeah. idea of a rematch with Claire, as much as I wanted it, it terrified me. Um, so, but I'm saying, but there was, was it a little bit of awkwardness for you? Um, honestly, I don't think so. I think because we had a conversation and squashed our beef, it wasn't so awkward. We actually respect each other as athletes. So it was pretty cool to shake her hand and be like, man, like, I think you're an awesome fighter. I hope to train with you one day. And, you know, I feel that she feels the same. We have a mutual respect for each other. So although it was a little eerie and weird that they were constantly asking us, oh, what if a rematch, this and that, everything. Producers or fighters? The producers, like, general insiders and the coaches, like, it trials are like, oh, you fought someone in the house before? How'd it go? Every single coach asked that, and I had to be like, oh, I lost. Every coach of house knew from the second I walked in there that I lost to Claire. Like, it was a huge deal. So it was awkward, but it was also made it kind of, like, add a little drama and funness. But I didn't feel weird with Claire. I think that she's such an awesome person, and – um you know, in, in the first episode, you see a little sneak peek of me fighting someone. So I didn't see anything. Uh, you guys will, if you watch the end of the first episode, there's little peaks of fights. I'm being a little little sarcastic. Okay. Okay. I'm like, I'm being, being, I'm being a little sarcastic here. Um, but, um, (laughs) 
for those of you that did see, you know, uh, there's a crazy war ahead on this season, and I can't wait for the world to see it. And um, really, win, lose, or draw, it's always great to go out there and try to try to back up what you said you would do, you know. No, 100%. If we fight each other, it's going to be a war. And, um, yes. It's definitely something I'm I'm looking forward to watch. You know, going to the Tough House, did you know anybody that had already experienced the Ultimate Fighter run, you know, the house? Ah, quite a few. I messaged Tatiana Suarez. One of the Uh, best. Yeah, I love her. I messaged, uh, I got to talk to Angela Hill, Jessica Penny. I spoke with Ashley Yoder, um, all on Tough Seasons. I talked to Chris Holdsworth. Uh, he won his season with yeah. Juliana Pena. I didn't know Juliana Pena yet, so like I hadn't reached out to her. But I'm actually really grateful I got to message quite a few fighters that I had met over the years. And um, I loved their input. It was really helpful. Now, I'm assuming when you're talking to people and they give you a certain, like, what to expect, right? Oh, expect this and this and this. Um, I'm assuming for you, though, you're telling yourself, oh, okay, well, this is what I am going to expect. And then you get there. Like, for me, I'll, I'll share an experience with me. I was going through this. I, was, I used to be a restaurant manager back in the day. I was going through this training, and everyone told me that this training was terrible. The instructor, the people that were training you, were, it, was, it was just hard. So I, I was expecting it to be hard. And then I got there and it was way harder than I ever anticipated. Was it something like that for you? Or was it, okay, this is what they told me. Smooth sailing. We're, we're rolling. Being in the tough house. Yeah. Um, there's no way to mentally prepare for that. Honestly, okay. it's like, I had a panic attack within the first 48 hours because there's no doors like you get a door on your bathroom and that's it like there's no doors in the house you walk by people see you sleeping 6 a.m up laughing 3 a.m people are up playing pool and you can hear all of it and I'm a light sleeper like I didn't have earplugs yet and I went the first 72 hours no sleep and I literally was like talking to the producers I was like I'm gonna go home right now if I don't get earplugs I can't do this I was like how am I supposed to train with no sleep like I'm going to train with no sleep. Like I was panicking. It's just like weird. And then I'm really grateful that I had had really cool roommates that I felt safe with. I can't imagine like being stuck in a room with someone you hate. Like I've seen that in seasons before too. And it's just like, that would be so stressful. Um, So there's just things that you can't really prepare for. It's just a mind F in a lot of ways. And, um, the best advice that I would have for somebody is really just believe in yourself and stay focused. And that's what Tatiana said to me. She was like, if you don't believe in yourself, you know, no one else will. You got to go in there knowing that you can do it and you truly believe in yourself. So I just kind of kept falling back to that. And I was doing my emotional intelligence stuff, reading and writing and stretching and just keeping my mind strong. But um, yeah. Did you, uh, do you feel like you evolved as a fighter from day one up to the oh, last day? Percent, I evolved so much walking in and out of that house. I'm a new woman. Uh, I can't get too into detail. No, as no, a- sure. no, no, that's, that's great. Real quick, you know, as we're ending this, Juliana, I'm going to let you go. Just a couple quick questions for everyone here uh, that's going to be listening to this. What is Juliana Miller's favorite food? 
Oh my gosh. I love sweets, cookies and ice cream. And I also love spaghetti and breakfast sandwiches. Man, croissants. Yes. God, yes. Like an egg and cheese. Yes, bread. Mm. (laughs) Favorite music? Hmm. I have a few different like favorite musics. It it really depends on the mood. Um, but I would say like my top three are probably old school, like eighties and nineties, um, rock and rap. Um, I also, uh, there's like a little country girl in me. I love me a little country and I love reggae as well. Um, yeah. Now, uh, for you, hobby, when you're not, when you're not uh, training, I know, I know there may not be a lot of time for you right now, but hobby, favorite thing you like to do? Oh my gosh, I love nature. I love hiking, exploring okay. waterfalls. I'm such an active person. You can find me surfing on a longboard, uh, you know, like skateboarding on a longboard, up the beach, uh, snowboarding, pretty much any activity I'm trying to do it any any advice that you would give to a, a young kid a boy girl little one growing up and wanting to be a fighter or just wanting to try something new any advice you'd give to a little one yes absolutely my biggest advice to you is find someone who believes in you find somebody who looks at you and is like this kid this you're gonna be the one to do it find somebody that believes in you and loves you this is killer importance when it comes to a coach in a team and having somebody that believes in you can push you to the next level because you always doubt yourself we're humans as you're learning and growing and you're getting beat up you're like am I meant for this and having somebody that be like yes you were born to do this you can do this having that belief is very important and if you're in a place and they're like no kid you're gonna fail you shouldn't be here be like fuck you and find a place of somebody who believes in you and somebody who wants to help you learn and grow that being in any toxic environment like that's just gonna drag you down find your family find the people who are going to be with you for the next 10 years and grind with you and watch you evolve and really just be there to help you instead of always trying to like take your money or put you down. Awesome. Well, thank you, Juliana. Again, thank you so much for taking the time for being here on the show today. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch Juliana Miller on season 30 of the ultimate fighter on ESPN plus. Thank you so much, Juliana. Is there anything you want to let the audience know before we sign out? Yes, guys, I would just like to say follow me at Killer Miller MMA if you'd like to learn more about my journey. A huge thank you to my team and my day ones at 10th Planet San Diego, Manolo Hernandez, Bill Crawford, Richie Martinez, Alima, all the people that have worked with me. Thank you so much to my sponsors. And um, moreover, thank you for having me here today the opportunity to kind of talk and gain experience on air and for all the fans man i appreciate you guys so much stay tuned because i'm about to release a killer and you will not regret it i love it thank you so much for your time juliana and we can't wait to watch your episode again ultimate fighter season 30 airing on espn plus on tuesdays thank you again juliana